morning. What a privilege it is for us. What an honor it is for us. That you will even include us. You will choose us. You will add us to those who can save you in little and in much. This morning, Lord, we open our hearts up to you. And we ask that, Lord, if there's anything in us that you can use, Lord, use it. If there's anything we have that is of value to you, Lord, we give it to you. We give you our hearts, we give you our mind, we give you our love, we give you our talents, we give you our resources. We ask that, Lord, have it, have it, use it. The world has distracted us, life has distracted us. We lose focus sometimes, but Lord, this morning, we ask that as you keep teaching us through your word, may we become more and more useful to you. May we become light in a dark world. May we become a source of direction for many alone. And Father, where our very own lives is being a mess, we ask that you cleanse us, purify us, and use us. For indeed, in a great house, there are many vessels, some to honor and some to dishonor. But Lord, this morning, we choose that you purge us and use us. Cleanse us and use us. May we revive our cities, our communities, our families, oh Lord. Holy Spirit, we welcome you. Speak to us in Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen and amen. How many of you know that there's still a little bit more you could do for the Lord? There's just a little bit more you could do for the Lord. Yeah. How many of you sometimes you get even irritated, even in the house of God, that somebody is doing something and you know that you can do it a bit better? But you are sat down with your legs crossed with a few comments to make. May we be released this morning. May we be released this morning. May we be released this morning. You know, I just wanted to have a little conversation with us as we end the month of Anakazo. Like I told you, and I keep telling you that whatever the theme of the month is, it's not that... It ends at the end of that month, but it means it adds on. Now, there's one more thing you know how to do and what to do. Do you understand what I'm saying? Now, you appreciate the value of having the Holy Spirit's compelling power. Amen. To do many things. And it is good that every month we have a team that runs through the month and we are taught it. We are taught it. Deeper and deeper, we are taught it from all angles. We are taught it. We read the verse over and over, and we are going to read the verse again. Because do you know that repetition in anything, repetition of anything, has a way of drawing out the spirit in that thing. Has a way of pouring out that spirit. That is why you realize that, oh, it's too early. I should have gotten a better 
window before, but anyway, we are there. That is why sometimes when you tell a lady, I love you the first time, she can ignore you. She can walk off. She can be irritated. She can ridicule you. But when you have an acaso spirit and you say, I love you, I love you, I love you, I love you. One day it will register. One day it will sink in. One day it will land where it has to land. One day the spirit in the thing you are saying will come out. I feel like it's a word for somebody. I feel like it's a word for somebody. Yeah, yeah. Repetition. Repetition draws out. Those of us who still don't know how to cook, don't stop trying. Repetition, repetition. (laughs) Repetition, repetition. Yeah. Listen, brothers and sisters, all of us must learn how to cook. That generation of men don't cook has long gone. Long gone, long gone. If you go and marry a wife who is a corporate wife and you're waiting for your fried chicken, you, you, be, you keep eating KFC and McDonald's. So, mothers, teach your sons how to cook. Teach your sons how to clean. Teach your sons. Yeah. McLean is a very good cook. Yeah. But you see, they are cooking so that when the need arises, they will be there. But if you're a sister and you can't cook, that one come into my office. Come into my office. But the problem, the thing is that the young men in this church, do you know Joel Lamte? Uh, yeah. Joel Clo, Prince, Mac, they can cook. Chef level cooking. I, 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 I feel like I'm advertising. There are some sisters who can't cook at all and they're like, okay, let me look in that direction better. <laughs> yeah, because there was a generation before where their parents didn't be allowed the men into the kitchen. Yeah, but you know, and it was because the women were also not allowed to go and work. Now you are sorting your wife's CV for her to go and work. And then you are waiting for her to go and work and come. Your father did not cook because... Hmm. Anakazu, we are still talking about Anakazu. Anakazu. Yeah. How many of you feel that holistic knowledge is good? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. We have very good traditions that we keep. And there are traditions that we must also grow with. And then develop in a better way. Do you, do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. And there are traditions that have to be kept exactly how they are. But in this generation, if you're a husband and you're like, I don't want my wife to work, I don't, you, 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 yeah, 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 yeah. I was talking about repetition and I don't know how it got to the women. Yeah. But the reason why even the word of God is not in you is because there's no repetition. There are some verses that the last time you read it was like five years ago. That verse, the spirit in that verse will never come to you. You understand? It will never manifest in your life. Some of us, we like new things. We like new girlfriend, new boyfriend, new shoe, new. Everything has to be new. We don't even want to repeat the rest. We don't want to repeat you. We don't want to repeat her. We don't want to repeat anything. That's why we don't even know what looks suits you. 
we can't determine. Because just as we're about to say, oh, wigs are nice on you, then you confused us. Hmm. Isn't it? Yeah. You have to be able to be still. You have to be able to stay with the same thing for a while. That's why even your course, you are changing. And you realize that when you change your course, you didn't realize the other course you went for was even more difficult. It was not about how difficult it was. It is you. Any course they give you will be difficult. Even the ontology, you will struggle. They'll say, here is the drum. Hit. You you will still. You have to stay with it. There's a certain level of exam results you will never get if you don't know how to stick with something and repeat it. Oh, I finished that day. No, you just finished reading. I used to do it to my children. When they have read the thing, they're like, they know. I said, close the book. Tell me what you know. Start the one line. It's like, I've got to go back. I said, I know you've got to go back. And that is what our relationship with God must be. That is what we must do with the messages we hear. And that's why Pastor always says that, listen to it again. It's on podcast. There's a reason why the messages are everywhere, because you have to listen to it over and over. Some of you, those are your two minutes TikTok. You can watch it over and over. Anytime you feel like laughing, go and take it and watch that same thing. Over and over. You watch the same thing over and over and over. And sometimes the joke is even lost. It is that same thing you must apply to the word of God. It is that same thing you must apply. Yeah. You should never get tired of telling your husband, your wife, your children, I love you. You should never get tired of it. Never, never, never. I know a country that when men get married, the I love you goes to girlfriends. It's camp, camp. Tomorrow we are going for camp. I feel like I need to usher you into camp. How many of us are coming for camp? Yes, yes, yes. Yes, yes, I'm preparing us for come because, listen, the reality of the word of God is that it's of no value if it doesn't transform us. It's of no value if it doesn't have an impact on us. It's of no value. Might as well read the history book on Winston Churchill. It is important. That's why scripture says that, listen, for me to tell you again, for me it's not grievous, for you it is safe. That's why we'll read the verse again. So let's read Luke 14, 23. Everybody in this house must know this scripture by now. The King James says that, And the Lord said unto the servant, Go out into the highways and hedges and compel them to come in that my, that my house may be filled. The NLT says, So his master said, go out into the country lanes and behind the hedges and urge anyone you find to come so that the house will be full. You know, by the time we even got to this verse, you realize that the master had tried various. This was not the first sending. This was not the first. He had repeated and repeated and repeated it. Yes. You know. The NLT uses the word edge. Because, you know, when we say, when we say compel them, we appreciate that it's a force. We appreciate that it's power, you know. One of the things we learned during the week was the fact that, in Acts 2, was the fact that when 
the Holy Spirit appeared, it compelled them and propelled them into the place where they had tenacity and they became audacious. But I was looking at the word edge, and it says that try earnestly, persistently to persuade. Earnestly, persistently to persuade. Earnestly, persistently to persuade. Earnestly, persistently. One of the places I've been using it lately this year, I've used earnestly, persistently with um, SSE. Those who have gas bills will know SSE. SSE. Every time the church gas bill comes, I'm on the phone. It's me again. <laughs> I hope you know we are, we are charity. I hope you know we are church. I hope you know we are not a business. I hope you know. I hope you know. You know that. And then I was telling Reverend that if the next bill comes, I've run out of ideas. <laughs> but I will still try and find some persistence there. And after, when the person says no, and I'm like, next, who can you pass the phone to? Next, who can? Until they tell me and they do what needs to be done. I don't put the phone down. If I sometimes, if the phone disconnects, I call again. Or if I'm not getting anywhere with the person, I put the phone down. Then I try again, hoping that somebody else will pick. It also means to encourage someone strongly to do something or also to ask someone to do something with passion and to be unrelenting. To encourage someone strongly. You yourself are encouraging strongly. And also to ask that something be done by someone with passion and be unrelenting. These are traits we must have in life. It also means to persuade in something you believe in and in something that is very important to you and to the one you are persuading. I like this one very much because it says that to persuade in something you believe in and something that's very important to you and to the one you are persuading. And it made me realize that a lot of things that we hear from the pulpit, we read in scripture, we listen to, we don't believe. We, are, we don't believe enough to be able to want to persuade others. Yeah. Because you can persuade better if you believe in it. If you believe in it. You see, if I have to persuade somebody to be a vegan, I'll fail. I will totally fail. I have no belief that herbs and plants are the only part of my meal. I don't believe in it. So even if I hear, I hear about all the medical ben benefits of being a vegan, I will literally come and lecture you on it, but there will be no conviction. But if you can't ask me about grilled chicken and lamb, even if you're a vegan, you will taste the lamb. <laughs> Why? Because I believe in it, and it is also very important to me. When you believe, have you seen that even people who believe in themselves, they get shocked when they are rejected by somebody that they go and chat up. 
Today, my examples are not going, and, and, and Reverend Joseph says, please, you have to behave. Myself. Listen, when you have belief in a thing, you are able to impact. Sometimes, I remember when we're in high school and even investing in things, sometimes you see somebody and they have a new girlfriend. You're looking at the girl. The girl is so nice. And the guy is fairly on the thing. And you're like, what, the, how, what did this guy say? That this, how? What did, what did he say? But you see, you, as you get close to the person, you realize that the person has belief within themselves that they are handsome. <laughs> and that belief is projected onto others. If we have belief in Christ, our Christianity will be projected onto others. Even when they don't want to listen to us, the level of confidence and belief we have in the word of God will reach them. Because sometimes when you say give your life to Jesus, they are looking at you and they feel like you actually is the one who needs to give your life to Jesus. You need it to be able to compel others. And you see, it's not that you also need it. You need an akaso. You need that edge. You need that power. You need that force. You need it for yourself. There are various areas in our lives that we have. It's about time we looked inward and compelled ourselves. Some of us, even the reason why we are not coming from camp is from within. I'll get there, don't worry. What are some of the things that we need to believe that will make us real Anakazo Christians? The first thing is that you have to believe in the word of God. You have to believe in the word of God. You have to believe in the word of God. Yeah. What's the, what's the song that uh, Prince we sing? Something like, Ancient words ever true, changing me and changing you. We have come with open arms. Oh, let the ancient words impart. Words of hope, words of life, words of hope. Give us strength, help us cope in this world where we roam. Ancient words will guide us home. Ancient words ever true, changing me and changing you. We have come with open hearts. Oh, let the ancient words What's the next verse? Sing it. Holy words, long preserved for our walk in this world. They resound with God's own heart. Oh, let the ancient words impart. Ancient words ever true, changing me and changing you. We have come with open hearts, oh let the ancient words Do we believe, do we believe, do we believe that these ancient words have that level of impact? 
do we believe that these ancient words, they are words of life, they are words of hope, they are the words that really transform, are they words that have changed us? If you don't believe the word of God, it doesn't matter how much we say, be an anakazo Christian, it doesn't matter how we say, have the compelling, you will not do anything with it. Unless the word of God is something that you believe in and you find important. Yeah. One of the risks we have as Christians is that when you hang around the word of God for a while, you become too familiar. Yeah. Most of us don't benefit from John 3.16 anymore. Because it was one of the first scriptures they made us memorize. And we think we know everything that can be pulled out of John 3.16. If we had a camp and we said this camp is John 3.16 camp. Be like, hey, Reverend, if your messages are finished, I mean, just let us know. Do we believe the word of God? Do we believe that heaven is real? Do we believe that heaven is real? Do we believe that heaven is real? Do we believe that heaven is a place we are going? Because ultimately... Why do we want to win souls? Ultimately, why are we serving the Lord? Ultimately, why do we want to bring the lost to Christ? If there is no place that they are going, that is different from those who don't serve the Lord. You have to believe that heaven is real. You have to believe that hell is real. You have to believe that those around you, those in your school, those in your workplace, those you hop on the bus with, those you meet, those you encounter, if they are not saved, hell is waiting for them. You have to believe it. You have to believe. If you don't believe it, then you can't convince me passionately enough, persistently enough, earnestly enough for me to mind you. That's why when you don't come to church and you're encouraging somebody to come to church, they look at you like you're not serious. If church was that valuable, how can you don't go? Some of us, we invite people to church. The people get serious with God and now they can't find you. Yeah. You know, when we always talk about eternal life, we always used to focus on the eternal life that Christ gave. But apart from Christ's eternal life, there is eternal life for every human being on the planet. Everybody has eternal life. Location. Question mark. And that is why Christ has saved you and I. Christ has saved you and I so that through us, others will find the right location. We'll walk on the right journey. You have to believe that salvation is not optional. That salvation, and that's why I get so amazed when you find churches, pastors, trying to equalize, well, so long as you have a level of faith, so long as, you know, we are all brothers and sisters, whether you serve Buddha or you serve Christ or you serve Muhammad, you know, who told you, what, 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 where did you read that? We are one community. No, yes, you are my brother, you are my sister, just as my next door neighbor is my brother and my sister. But I can never agree with you that we are going to the same place. And if you don't have that conviction, 
you will not be able to even reach out to a Muslim. You will not be able to reach out to somebody who practices some form of religion. You have to be convinced that there is an error there. You have to be convinced. But you see, the world and our generation is trying to equalize everything. And when you believe in the, that level of equality, there will be no need to reach out to certain categories of people. Because it's only in Christianity that Jesus declares that he's the only way. Yeah. And he says that nobody can come to the Father except by me. Which means that we can't go through to the Father through John, even through Peter, Paul, as much as they wrote very nice books in the Bible. We can't go to the Father through them. So definitely we can't go to the Father through uh, Muhammad and uh, Confucius and what's that, that? What's the Hindu man? Sorry. You have to believe that even prosperity, even blessings, for you to have a holistic blessing and enjoy your blessing, you need Christ. Everybody needs Christ, and that is what will make you become somebody who has ABA. Those of us who were not in church on Wednesday, go and listen to the message. When you have ABA, you know that there is no way. Anakazo doesn't work. Biazo will work. Biazo doesn't work. Anadeya will work. By the time you've gone from A to B back to A, you will have. Having to realize that, listen, as we are all growing up, I know that God will bless us. And you will come to a place where you realize that even though you are blessed financially, you will see that the peace and joy you have is different from your neighbor who is also blessed financially. Yeah. Yeah. You see, I'm the unbelievers whose marriage have survived. But still, there is something that only Christ gives. Hmm. Tell somebody I need an occasion. Tell somebody I need to believe. Tell somebody that Christ must be important to me. We cannot win the lost without an akazo. Reverend has taught us so much on that, that you come to realize that Paul had to do everything he could do just so that, you know, he could by all means win some. But when you read that scripture, you realize in verse 27, 1 Corinthians 9, 27, so he talks about that to the weak I became weak. Then verse 27, he says that I discipline my body like an athlete, training it to do what it should do. Otherwise, I fear that after preaching to others, I myself must be, might be disqualified. Do you know that? So he was saying that he was a slave to Christ. You know, he was free from the sin and all that, but he was a slave to God. When we think of a slave or a servant, we are still thinking about a force. We are, do you know that a slave or a servant has no option? They are forced. They are compelled. And the scripture is trying to let us know that, listen, don't just think about anakazo, don't think about a compelling force for others. Think about it for yourself. How many of you think that there are areas in your life that maybe you have to apply some more force? Yeah, maybe it's your laziness. You have to force, force to get up and pray. 
Some of you, when the prayer week starts, you're like, this month, me, I'm joining prayer, 5.30, in Jesus' name. And then Monday, they will wake up. In fact, before, they'll be like, Pastor Sam, Pastor Michael, who is supposed to let us in? They are not letting us in. We are trying to get into the Zoom. We have been waiting and waiting. Monday, Monday, 5.30. Tuesday, they'll hop in, quarter to seven. Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Some of you, this morning, you, you, you gave it to the Lord. You, you, you just dashed it to the Lord. It's like, no, 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 no. Yeah. The reason why some challenges are still in our life, some things are not shifting and moving, that we are not compelling them. We are not enforcing the power of the Holy Spirit in that area. Because you see, sometimes even to win souls to Christ, to become somebody that God can use, if there are things in your life that you haven't been able to overcome, the devil will use it to speak loud and clear. Yeah. How do you go and tell somebody that, listen, this nightclub thing, you have to stop. When you to occasionally, you go. You don't go as often. <laughs> but you still go. Yeah. Because if I, if I come to the nightclub and I see you there, and then two weeks later you come to me and you say, Jesus loves me. I say, yeah, I know. I saw you. <laughs> yeah. There's a price to pay to be an Anakazo Christian. There's a price to pay to succeed as a Christian. There is a price to pay and it's an individual affair. There are some things that we can't do communally. Yeah, if you have certain addictions, I don't care how much we help you. The rest of it is on you. So Paul was like, I'm going to be everything to everybody so that salvation will reach all the people I come into contact with. Then he put a caveat there. says that me too, I have to sort myself out. I have to sort myself out. I, I believe that sin is one of the things that weakens the church. Makes the church weak. Makes the church weak. And because of the gospel of grace, we have become, we have put all our problems on grace and we are not doing anything at all to help. If you listen to various grace messages, you almost think that I don't even need salvation because grace is already covering me. Let me just live my life. What Christ did for us was to die on the cross. So nobody else has to go and shed blood for salvation. But after that, you have to work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. When the salvation has been given to you. Tell somebody, I'm bringing the situation under control. Tell the person, I am bringing my body under control. Yeah. You look at the way you quarrel and you fight. Yeah. Look at, you, you watch yourself when you are manifesting your anger. When you are really annoyed. You say, yeah, this one has gone beyond, this is beyond the pill. No, 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 no. This one, no way. I'm not going to allow this. Yeah. And sometimes it's the bus driver. Sometimes it's just the woman at the tail. Maybe she scanned something wrong. Just, yeah, I, I feel like I'm preaching to somebody who recently was manifesting. 
Yeah. Going to the shop. Just, yeah. why did you give me the wrong? Hey. Bring your body under. Our issues is not just, you know, every time you are thinking of uh, maybe fornication. No, sometimes it's just our pride which we can't bring down. How do you know you are pride? You are proud. When you hear yourself saying, why did they talk to me like that? You are proud. You are proud. This, the, 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 do they know uh, my qualification? Do they know how old I am? Because age can make you proud. Qualification can make you proud. Financial advantages can make you. There are so many things. Beautiful eyes, beautiful face. Reverend, beautiful face. Don't know. Pride is easily developed. The reason why sometimes we can't even go and evangelize is because we are embarrassed. What if they throw the flyer back at me? What if they walk, walk off on me? What if they ignore me? What if I'm saying hello, hello? Have you chased somebody and I can't say hello? <laughs> We need an akazo to serve the Lord. To serve the Lord. If you think the devil is going to leave you to just serve God, you are joking. You are joking. For those of us coming to camp, camp is one of those seasons where our desire and our love and our heart for God is not a joke. We leave camp. Reverend, have you seen how we feel the week after camp? Oh, if they say we should go to the cross, we'll go to the cross. Until week two and week three. But I was reading the scriptures in Exodus and I realized that Pharaoh will hardly let us go. If you think you are just going to be free, now I, I understand what it means to serve God. So I'm going to serve God. You are joking. You are joking. I'm going to read a few scriptures here because when I saw the scriptures, I thought we need to be reminded of them again. That if we are going to serve God well, we have to have force. Yeah. Because especially those of us who are, want to, from the bottom of heart, would like to come for Wednesday service. But after work, <laughs> should I take the bus home or should I take the bus to church? Should I go home, have a quick snack, freshen up, and come to church? Knowing that when you get home. Exodus 8 verse 28, the Bible says, So Pharaoh said, all these plagues were coming upon them. But Pharaoh said, I will let you go. Okay, now you guys are just causing problems for me. I will let you go so that you may sacrifice to the Lord your God in the wilderness. You can go and serve your God. Only you shall not go very far away and treat me and treat your God for me. You, you can serve God. You, you, can, you can. You can serve God. You can serve God. But don't get yourself into too many things. Just you don't. Listen, serving God doesn't take all that. You don't have to be fasting every month, one week fasting, every month, one week fasting. Why? What? Don't go too far. Don't. Go as far as I can still see you. Do you know that when you serve God to a certain point, the devil can't find you? Can't find you. Can't find you. He needs to be able to still see you. 
he needs to be able to still see you. That's why he will bring all the very, very, very intelligent reasons why serving God must be rationalized. Exodus 10, the Bible says from verse 8. So Moses, I'm going to read Amplified. Or we should just read it, no, it doesn't matter. So Moses and Aaron were brought back to Pharaoh and he said to them, go, serve the Lord your God. Anyway, I have a question for you. Who specifically are the ones that are going? <laughs> this is Pharaoh's question to all of us. This you want to go and serve God. Uh, let me find out. Is it that you are just going to be giving a bit more money in church? Is it that um, sort of you add one more service? Or is it that you read your Bible? I want to know specifically. <laughs> you know, wh what do you mean? Just give me a breakdown. Who are those who are going to serve the Lord? Moses said, we will go with our young. We will go with our old. We will go with our sons. We will go with our daughters. We will go with our flocks. We will go with our heads. All of us and all that we have, for we must hold a feast to the Lord. Pharaoh said, the Lord be with you. The Lord be with you. The Lord help you. If I ever let you go with your children, because you will never return. Now be warned, you have an evil plan. No way. You can go. Go with who? Those of you who are men without your families, and go and serve your Lord. If that is what you want. So Moses and Aaron left his presence. And the devil is still doing the same thing to us. Pharaoh is doing the same thing to us. Pharaoh is doing the same thing. Listen, sometimes we don't realize that even though maybe we give very well in the house of God, it's not just our giving that God is looking for. He's looking for you yourself. He's looking for your intelligence. He's looking for your heart. He's looking for your gift. He's looking for your mouth to use to speak. He's looking for your legs to walk, to go. But Pharaoh is like, be serious, Zelda. Be serious, be serious. What do you mean? And you see, sometimes we get convicted. We get convicted and we take a plan that... From today, I am going to go all out for God. In my own environment, in that area that I am, in that which I can do, you know, um, um, we just sang the song that, Lord, what I have is small, but I gave it to you. But Pharaoh knows that the thing that you think is small and is nothing, if you give it to God, he will enlarge it. If you give it to God, he will use it. One of the things that I realized is that it is only in the time of, in the house of God, that even 30 minutes is a very long time. 30 minutes is a long time. If we finish service and Pastor Sam says, can we have a little meeting? Then we can't breathe. But when you are watching EastEnders Omnibus, did you know EastEnders Omnibus? I think it's the whole week you watch it in one sitting on a weekend. You sit there, watch all the people walk up that street and down that street. Never will you look at your watch. Never. I have a tradition in my life because I never get time to watch movies and things. So when Christmas time comes and then they give us a break as a church, when Reverend finally allows us a few hours, two days off, I literally spend the two days in my pajamas with my favorite 
series and I watch the same thing year on, year on, year on. Repetition brings the spirit. Didn't I say repetition brings the spirit? Ah, there are some movies like 24, Prison Break, Suit. I have the spirit in me. You can pray for me if you think that it's so you can pray for me. But you know what? That is three days of my life of no value. So when you are doing it all year round, can you imagine? But that is how Pharaoh draws us. He says, if you want to go and do some, just go to church on Sunday and come. When he says family, it's not just about your people. It's also various parts of you. Yeah. Don't. And that's how the church gets weaker. Yeah. But you see that there are religions that when they give, they give all, including their life. You know where in scripture is it telling us that we should go and even kill ourselves? Nowhere. All is asking is that maybe check on somebody, visit somebody, call somebody, follow up on somebody, share Christ with somebody. And that one we are struggling with. But it's a scripture there. Pharaoh is like, nope. You don't need to do all that. You are not a Levi. You are not a pastor. You are not a shepherd. The house of God, the work of God is for saints. Every Christian who has given their life to Christ, every believer who calls on the name of Jesus is a saint. It's a sinner saved by grace. It's a saint. All of us. God can use us for something. There is somebody in this city of Leeds that only you can reach. Yeah. Only you. But Pharaoh is saying that, I'm sorry, you're not going anywhere. Stop that rough there. You are not. And he, and he even knows why. Because he knows. Some of you, if you allow and give God, give yourself to God, you'll be surprised what he would use you for. What he would use you for. Yeah. Do you know that the people who brought John Wesley to Christ, they didn't particularly do much. The person who led him, who exposed him to the word of God, we don't know much about them. Yeah. There's somebody that you need to reach that God needs to do something in particular. Tell somebody this message is for me. Tell the person that this message is for me. I pray that this month and everything that we have learned, we are going to use it. The next thing is that we cannot break barriers without an akazo. You cannot, you cannot, you cannot, you cannot. Do you know that there are many laws that have been passed, especially in the Western world, that it has taken many decades of a group of people forcing and pushing forcing. They try this way. It doesn't work. They try this way. It doesn't work. They go and walk in the corridors of power. They find, okay, then now let's elect people that have that common sense that we are looking for, the kind of sense we are looking for. Let's put them there. And the church is fast asleep. You cannot, there's no way you can break barriers without an akazo. When you look at Ephesians 3.20, it says that according to the power that is awakening us. So, God will do exceedingly abundantly above all that we can ask, above all that we can imagine, above all that we are thinking, according to the power, 
according to the force, according to the push. CICC, we have to become people who know how to push. We have to become people who know how to push. In your career, you have to know how to push. In your marriage, you have to know how to push. If you feel your marriage is not joyful, push it. Yeah. This morning, I was saying something then um, about something else, but Reverend misunderstood it or whatever. He thought I was saying that he makes me so happy. <laughs> Listen. Listen. And then, and then, and then, and he, and so, because he, because that was what he thought I had said, he said, he said, of course, it is all over you. That, you know, he went on and on and on and on. Oh, he was really himself. Then after I told him what I, what I actually said. <laughs> but then, after I told him what I, I actually said, and we talked about that, he came back to You have to push your force. And he was saying it out of confidence. If you see a marriage and a home that there is joy, people are forcing. People are pushing. People are pushing. Even like don't push and see. You think joy will just come to your home? You think joy will just come to your life? Hey, Dr. Koto, when Jessica doesn't even want to laugh, make her laugh. <laughs> Try another joke. But before she closes her eyes, she has to laugh. Something must be funny. Hey! Something must be funny. Something must work. Something. Do something. Do something. Eh. Describe her. Tell her you like the way her waist is. You like the... Tell her something. Hey. Listen. The church we have is because we are fighting for it. We don't allow gossipers. We don't have to overcome us. We don't allow people to just misbehave. Where you have to be rebuked, you'll be rebuked. You can frown, you can, you'll be rebuked. When you see children who have been brought up, where ask them? It was a force. It was a force. Go to your room. <laughs> Mommy, I finished studying. Go and study again. Ah, <laughs> you know. I was coming down for tea. I'll bring it to you. Go back. I say you have to force. Yes. You are doing a job. Promotion is not coming. You have to force. You have to force. Yes. It may mean preparing better for meetings. Preparing better to present yourself. Preparing better. Become more articulate. You have to force. Don't just slide through. Sleep through. You know. You are drowsy through. Nothing. You will not succeed. The world has learned it. Have you seen people when they don't like their nose? They go and change it. The only problem is that when you change your nose, it doesn't fit the mouth. You see, you think God is not wise. He made your nose to match your mouth and your eyes. The three, all of it is in proportion. When you change one, one goes off. 
when you go and try and correct the other one, then the other, and the more you try and correct, the more it gets worse. So eventually when you see them, you think they are disfigured, but you have paid thousands and thousands of pounds to look the way they are looking. Preach, pastor, preach, pastor, preach, preach. I said, anakazo, anakazo, anakazo. People are using it for all kinds of things. May the children of God begin to use it for the things of God. Amen. Haven't you realized, Donald Trump's wife, when she passed away, and then I saw pictures of her. Then I saw pictures when she was 25, when she was 30, when she was 30. So I went to investigate. I said, no, 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 no. You don't grow old in this direction. As she was growing old, her lips were getting bigger. <laughs> Her nose was going in a certain direction. And they said that she had a special doctor, the most expensive doctor in Europe, who used to cut parts of her body. So sometimes they'll take flesh from somewhere to fill up where you want filled up. It's amazing, you know? We are not content. So you find celebrities who are flat-chested, then you go and buy breasts. You find celebrities who have plenty breasts, then you go and cut some. They are forcing. They too, they are forcing. It is about time we too, we forced. We have to force so that Liz will listen to us. Pastor William, you have to force so that Bradford will listen to you. Pastor Kieran, you have to force so that Hall will listen. Pastor Mike, you have to, all of us, we have to force. You have to force so that your, wherever your chapel is, they'll listen to you. Those of us who are teachers, force. Yeah. If you're a doctor, force. Whatever you are, force. Force, force, force. Let your faith go with you wherever you go to. Let your faith go to you. Those of us who were here on Friday, Reverend was telling you, I was going for a very big meeting on Thursday. After the prayer meeting, my pastor, you see, there are different prayers. If you want pastoral prayer, you don't go and say, say that Chris. Hey, it's not Chris, oh. that's my pastor. Pastor, pray for me. Because I know that some may be coming with their confidence. I'm coming with the Holy Spirit. I'm coming with my faith. I'm not leaving my faith behind. I'm using my faith to press through. I'm using my faith. You have to begin to appreciate the value of your faith and use it. It is a weapon in your hand. It is of value. It is the currency God has given to you to buy anything. Force. Force. Pastor Sam, you have to force. COVID is over. It's about time you started having two services again. You have to force. Yeah. You have to force so that the people will wake up. Hey, 8 o'clock, first service, 8 o'clock, it will be early. Force! When you have work shift and it starts at 5 a.m., don't you go? You are alone at the train station, you are there. Even when there's noise, woo, woo, you're fine. So long as you get to work on time. May the Lord help us. May the Lord help us. The last thing is that may we have an akazo so that we can make things happen. We can make things happen. Jeremiah 1, you know, it's like, how am I going to do this thing? What am I going to do? Put it up for us. Jeremiah 1, let's read that scripture as we go. Yeah. You make things happen. Make things happen. I pray that we, have, we are going into August, September, October, November, December, January. 
next year. Let's read from verse 7. I, I want you to force and cause things to happen. The things that you had been thinking about, the things that you have been planning, the things that you have written in your uh, diary, the things that you have written in the little notebook, the things that you are planning to do, the things that make it happen. Make it happen. Make it happen. As a church, 2022, we said that this church building will be paid for. What did we do? We made it happen. How many of you know that it took some force? How many of you know that it took some shamelessness? How many of you know that? It didn't just happen because we thought about it, dreamt about it. No, 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 no. But the Lord said to me, do not say I am a youth, for you shall go to all, you shall go to all to whom I send you. And whatever I command you, you shall speak. Do not be afraid of their faces, for I am with you to deliver you, says the Lord. Do you know that that is why Joshua, who is an army commander, a general, if he was in our generation today, he would know how to use AK-47, R, whatever, whatever. The Lord told him that be courageous, be bold. Don't be afraid. <laughs> Keep going. Verse 9. Do not be afraid of their faces, for I am with you to deliver you, says the Lord. Next. Then the Lord put forth his hand and touched my mouth. And the Lord said to me, behold, I have put my word in your mouth. The Lord has touched us. Thou anointest my head with oil, my cup runneth over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. You don't know how anointed you are. You don't know how gifted you are. You don't know what the Lord has placed on you. Give us verse 10, the last one. Let's read verse 10. See, I have this day set you over the nations and over the kingdoms to root out, to pull down, to destroy, to throw down, and to build, and to plant. That is the word of God to us today, that he has given us the nations. He has set us over nations. He has set us over cities. He has set us over kingdoms. He has set us up in our community. He has set us up. Whatever we root out, whatever we pull down, whatever we have to destroy, he has given us that grace. And whatever we have to plant, and whatever we have to build, God has given it to us. May it happen in your life. May it happen in your life. May it happen in your home. May it happen in our church. Rise up onto your feet this afternoon. Let's just thank God. Let's just thank God. Let's just thank God. Let's just thank God. God has given us so much. God has done so much for us. God has given us so much. We have a lot to thank him for. That he's given us this wisdom. He's given us this grace. You know, uh, Paul told Timothy, he says that endure hardness as a good soldier. It's not going to be easy, but the Lord is going to help us. The Lord is going to help us. Yes, we can hear the message. Yes, our heart can be quickened. Yes, we can say we are ready. But many things are going to befall us to derail us to just demoralize us, to demotivate us, to discourage us. But I just want to remind you that God's word is always true. God will never fail us. He will never fail us. If he has said it, his words are yea and amen. His promises are yes. His promises are yes. It shall be so. It shall be so. Lift up your voice. 